and I'm so comfortable with the idea that I have breaks during the week where I don't have school that I can get my homework done like on days like today where I don't have school and I don't have school on Thursday or Monday so I'm so comfortable with with the idea that I can get my homework done on those days and then when we come back five days a week I'm going to have no break days or no free days to get things done so I'm very interested to see how this plays out and I will of course keep you updated because this is like, I don't know, this is like a fun little keepsake for the future. Hello friends and welcome to this episode. So today's episode is all about routines because on the second episode of the podcast, I kind of talked about productivity and all of that fun stuff and I said that I would make another episode where I went kind of in-depth about my routines and why I think routines are important. So that is what we are going to be talking about today. But before we start talking about that, let's just chat because that is what I like to do. So I'm currently drinking a matcha and it is so good. I bought a very random matcha powder at TJ Maxx that came in a very big bag that was only half full and it was like $9. So kind of ridiculous because it wasn't even filled up all the way, but it was fine. You know, it was sealed and everything. It's like the thing where the bag of chips comes half full. Yeah. So that's what happened with the matcha powder, but it was labeled sweet matcha powder. That's why I got it because I figured that it would taste really good. And I haven't been making matcha long enough to decide what my go-to like signature powder is, but this one is delicious. I usually make it with vanilla oat milk, But I am slowly running out of oat milk and I need to buy more because I don't think I have enough to make a cup of milk, which is what I put in my matcha. So I'm using vanilla almond milk, which is much sweeter than vanilla oat milk. So this matcha and the matcha that I had yesterday were very sweet, but I'm not really complaining. This tastes tastes pretty good. And have the lights turned off. I always record with the lights off because I feel like it puts me in the zone better to just sit and talk. And I am burning the Cozy Nights candle from Target, which is supposed to smell like Louis Tomlinson. I have no idea if it does or not, but I can think that it does. So this is my third Cozy Nights candle, I think. I bought one because I thought that what happened with like the cashmere vanilla candle would happen with the Cozy Nights candle. So I bought one with the intention of never burning it. And then I went to Target and I found out that they are like never going to not have them. So I've been buying them to burn. But I still have my original that I have not burned. So yeah, that's fun. Um, I haven't done a whole lot today. It's Wednesday, and I don't have school today, and I don't really have any homework to do. I have things that I could be doing, but they're not pressing, so I haven't been doing them, which is probably not the very best idea, but... I, you know, I had school yesterday, and I didn't really get any homework assigned, so I think, personally, all is well, so that's good. I'm not feeling that stressed. This is 
my last week of school before spring break and then we go back to five days a week which I am still very nervous about and I still don't want to go personally not really feeling it and I don't think it's the safest decision and I feel like it puts kids in a very uncomfortable position because they feel like they have to choose like education over mental health in a sense because you know you can go full online or you can go full in person and I don't know the options they just really conflict for a lot of kids including me so I'm not really looking forward to it, but I feel like at this point, it is what it is. We have to roll with the changes, roll with the punches, whatever you like to say. I just had an incredible lunch. Let me tell you about it. I made, so, you know, like, I have, like, veggie patties, you know, like, veggie burgers, but it was a chicken patty, but it was made from plants okay you catching my drift and I like fried it up in the pan um I like them better like over the grill but it it was it was 12 o'clock I was not gonna fire up a grill by myself because I don't even know how to do that so just cooked it up in a pan over the stove top and then I had it with avocado and spinach and tomato and onion and bell peppers and on, I used an everything bagel as the bun, and I like toasted it all together, and it was so, it was so delicious, and I had it with a guacamole salsa on the side, and some V8 juice, because I don't care what you say, V8 juice is delicious, and it's good for you, so that was quite the amazing lunch, if I do say so myself. I don't know, I'm just I'm feeling very, like, kind of at peace today, I guess, in a sense, because I don't feel like I'm in a rush to really do anything. I want to read some more later, and I have to go to dance tonight, but other than that, I don't know. I feel like this is one of my first days in a very long time where on my off day from school, I feel like I have almost nothing to do, so... I kind of feel bored, but I'm also very, very glad that I don't have a ton of things to do because it lets my mind rest and break, and I'm glad that I have spring break next week because I can take more time to mentally prepare myself for the transition to five days a week learning, which I don't... I can't even, like, fathom five days a week learning anymore. I haven't done it in so long that I feel like I've never done it. Like, I don't know how I got up every single day to go to school five days a week and then only had the weekends. Like, I just don't, I just don't understand how I ever did that. I think it'll be so fun to like listen back on these episodes a few years from now and like listen to the one year of corona episode and then like episodes like this where I talk about you know building up to five days a week and all of that and to listen back and just uh, kind of reminisce on how my life was and then see like how much my life has changed or 
how much it has stayed the same or anything like that. I just think I think it'll be really fun and really interesting to listen back on and to like, I don't know, share with my friends or people just to, you know, and then we can all have conversations about it together. This is something that I noticed literally like a minute before I started recording because I was looking through the calendar because I already switched my calendar to April just because April 1st is tomorrow, right? So I was looking at the calendar and then I like flipped over to May and, you know, most school years end in May. I literally have like a month and a half left before the school year is over and that is so like mind-blowing to me because I feel like we haven't been in school that long because we were in person and then we were online and now we're in person again and then we're making this switch to five days a week in person like I feel like this school year in a sense has just not even existed and I can't really tell you one thing that I have learned all year because of how crazy it's been but to think that in a month and a half my sophomore year of high school will be over and then I will come back in the building as a junior that is preparing for college and is doing all of those like adult things (laughs) or not even adult things just all of those future things that juniors have to prepare themselves for so that they can prepare themselves for senior year and now that I think about it I'm thinking that I didn't schedule my classes for junior year correctly and I always get this anxiety that sits in that I didn't schedule the right classes but it's fine because I can always talk to a counselor and get them changed if I really desperately need to but that is so crazy that literally my high school experience is halfway over. Whoa. I haven't really sat to think about that. Um, Almost all of my friends are juniors and thinking about them becoming seniors and then they won't be here anymore and I won't have friends at my direct access anymore. Like I won't see them at school and it'll be hard to see them on the weekends and stuff. It's so crazy. It's just weird to think about. I'm so happy for them. I'm happy that they're like preparing for their future and hopefully it's something super exciting that they're really looking forward to. But that's just so weird. And for me, who dreamt of becoming a freshman and then now sophomore year is almost over and then I'm going to be a junior and I'm really like buckling down on plans for the future. It is just so weird to me. This feeling is really setting in now that I am growing up. (laughs) And I've always known that I was growing up and I always knew that like this was going to be a thing. But it's weird to realize it because you're like, duh, you're growing up. You know, you get older every day. But it's weird. It's, It's different when it actually sets in and when you actually start to think about it. Like, you see, it's April when this episode goes up, and thinking about all of the things that are supposed to happen for me in the remainder of this year are crazy. I should get a permit at some point this year. I'll graduate sophomore year. I'll become a junior. I'll get my permit. I'm taking the ACT this month for the first time. I am taking the ACT. 
not overly stressed about it. Standardized testing has never really stressed me out. I'm just scared for the results because I know they're going to be crap because (laughs) I'm not studying for this. I talked to a couple of my teachers about taking the ACT as a sophomore because you take it as a junior, right? And they all basically said that there's no way I can know everything that's on it because I'm not a junior and I haven't taken those classes yet. So I got the advice to just wing it and to see what my scores are and then just build up from there, which I think is very good advice. So that is exactly what I'm going to do. So, boom. Those are some life updates. Those are some life feelings and life thoughts. So, yeah. How are you guys feeling? I always like to check in with you guys. Make sure you are sleeping and that you are staying hydrated and that you're eating and that you're moving your body and overall just having a good day because... You are in control of your good day. You know, don't let someone ruin it for you. Take it back. Take back your good day. You've got this. So, yes, I love you guys very much. And I hope that you are taking care of yourself because you are important. So, let's talk a little bit about routines. So, I have some notes here about my morning routine and my night routine. And basically, these aren't like set in stone routines, you know, because my days look different all the time. Like if I was repeating the same day over and over again, then my routines would obviously look the same every single day. But because all of my days include different things and I'm not home during like the night hours a lot of the time because I have dance classes or I'm hanging out with a friend or things like that. My routines, they tend to like fluctuate a little bit, but there are things that I do pretty solidly every day that kind of keep me steady and keep me grounded in preparing for the next day or preparing for the next task, etc. So that's pretty much what I'll be talking about. Um, There's not a lot of productivity tips in this episode. If you want more of that, then listen to episode two because that's practically what I talked about in that episode. So let's get into it. The first thing that I wanted to talk about was journaling because I feel like that is what prepares me to have like successful days. I journal every single day and it is a habit that you have to like really get yourself into because it's something that you can easily slip and forget about. But I think just because it helps me out so much that's why I remember to do it all the time because if I don't do it then I'm like I don't know like I can't even function because I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or what I'm supposed to be preparing for and I do want to make a whole episode about journaling because I have like a ton of things that I could talk about so we're not going to talk about it too much but some of the things that I do when I journal that help me you know do this whole routine thing is that I always make a to-do list so I'm an anagram one so like to-do lists are kind of our thing you know we like to stay organized and we like to stay functioning and productive and like kind of feeling like we have a purpose almost like if we don't make a to-do list and it's like what are we supposed to do with ourselves so to-do lists don't scare me and they don't overwhelm me but 
it's completely understandable if they do. Because I know for a lot of people, seeing all of the tasks that they have to do written out in front of them, like it overwhelms them because they feel like they can't get it all done. But this is how I make my to-do list, right? And I feel like because of the way that I do it, it makes me not that overwhelmed. So what I do is I write down like literally everything that I need to get done that day. So I write down all of my big tasks and I write down all of my little tasks. So I write down like eat overnight oats, make a coffee, make my bed, do my homework, finish the project, take a shower, go to dance, get a lunch, talk to mom, text Grace back, or things like that, you know? Like, I write down literally everything, like, like, light a candle later, or do a face mask, or paint your nails. Like, I write down absolutely everything, okay? And this has purpose, right? So, if all I do is write down the very big things that I have to do, like, if I have to take a test and finish a project and email someone back and then text the like school group chat about something. So let's say that those are like my big tasks for the day. If all I write down on my to-do list are those big tasks, then I feel like A, I'm not accomplishing anything and B, I'm more likely to not do it because it's so daunting. So I'm just going to like leave it alone and forget about it almost. But if I write down all of the little things and all of the big things that I have to do, then I feel accomplished like, oh, I made my bed. Okay, let's check that off. And then, okay, let's go make breakfast. Check that off. Okay, I made a coffee. Check that off. Start AP Gov project. Okay, let's sit down and do it because I've already accomplished three other things so I don't feel like sitting down to do the project is that big of a deal. Do you see what I'm saying? It kind of like makes the impact of those things less heavy, especially because all of the other tasks are so small and only take like an average of like 10 or 15 minutes each to do. It's not like I'm wasting a whole bunch of time on a ton of little things because I'm doing things that are like preparing me to get those bigger things done, if that makes sense. And then hand in hand with a to-do list, I also write down a today I list. So my to-do list, I don't label it to-do, I label it today I will and then I list out all of my things, and then at the end of the day, or like throughout the day, I start my today I list. So I'll say, today I made my bed. I showered. I took the dog on a walk. I did my laundry. I lit a candle. I listened to a podcast. I write down everything that I did that day, including the things that were on my to-do list to accomplish. So then that way, when I look at the today I list, I can feel proud and I can feel successful because I got done all of the big things that I wanted to do and then a bunch of these little things that make me feel good. So I feel like that is kind of like the secret to to-do listing and that is how I really like to do it. And then say like I didn't do something, you know, say there was an email that I needed to respond to that I didn't get to respond to because I don't know, you forgot about it, time slips away, whatever, whatever. If I didn't do it, then like I write 
in my journal like, today I forgot to email so-and-so back, but that's okay because I'll do it first thing in the morning. It's kind of like almost in a sense a way of forgiving yourself for not doing the things that you probably should have done but you are a human so expecting yourself to do everything every day is kind of outrageous so that's how I like to to to-do list and that is what prompts me every day to do everything because in my mind if I didn't list it out or if I didn't know what I was supposed to do then I probably wouldn't do anything and I've been listing since September of 2020 so I don't even remember what life was like before that because I can't imagine that I ever did anything but now I feel like I'm I'm like actually a compliment accomplishing something or doing something so yes I would 10 out of 10 recommend that So another thing that I want to talk about is like routines. It's less about routine and it's more about making rituals that you enjoy doing because the point of a routine is to feel good, you know? So I feel like when we say routine, we say like these are things that we do every single day that I never budge on. But in my mind, it's more about like, having a couple of things that you can rely on every day that are your rituals per se and uh, they make you feel good you know because like I said like my days look different I'm not repeating the same day every day so thinking that I can have the same routine that fits for every day is uh, you know it's not going to do anything it's going to be pointless so if I make like five things a ritual that I do every morning and that I do every night then those five things are going to make me feel good and they're going to prepare me for the rest of my day so that is what I feel like we should all be striving for and that's practically what I'll be talking about in the remainder of this episode when we talk about routines morning and night is more about just the things that I try to do every day that kind of keep me secure and keep me prepared for the next day. So let's get started with the morning routine. So mornings, right? I am a pretty early riser. I am a morning person rather than a night owl. I really like the mornings. There's something about it that like it makes me feel... I don't know, it just makes me feel good. Like, I feel like if I wake up early and I get to enjoy the morning slow and I'm not rushed, then the rest of my day feels really nice. Because, you know, when you, like, if you have, if you have to leave the house at 8 and you wake up at 7.30 and you are rushing in 30 minutes to get everything that you need to get done, done, then you feel like rushed and you feel like frantic and like you're missing something or that you're going to be late to where you need to go. So if I wake up early and I prompt myself with a ton of time that I don't need, then I usually never feel rushed, which is very nice. So on the days that I have school, I wake up at 6 and I leave at like 7.30. So that's about an hour and a half-ish for me to do whatever I need to do. So if I wake up at 6 instead of 7 or 6.30, 
then I can make a breakfast that will fuel me and I can make a coffee or a matcha or a tea that I'm going to enjoy and then I can sit down and I can watch an episode of Bob's Burgers or Friends or I can watch a YouTube video or Keeping Up with the Kardashians or whatever it is that I'm in the mood for. I can make a good breakfast and I can sit and watch something that makes me feel good and then I can start my day. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, if you give yourself the extra time to do things, then you're going to feel better. That's my opinion, at least. There are some people that can work on, they work under pressure, you know? They don't need any time at all to get anything done. They just do it. So, I mean, it's all about what works for you. So if waking up at six every day isn't something that you can do, then it's not something you can do, you know? But just, I feel like just adjust it to your schedule. Like if you leave the house at nine every day, then try waking up at seven every day. That's kind of, that's kind of my deal with it. And I really like making breakfast in the morning. That is one of my favorite things to do ever, especially when I allot myself the time to do it. I feel like breakfast is that meal that is always said to be the most important, but it's always skipped. And um, almost none of my friends eat breakfast. I know so many people that skip out on breakfast, but I don't know how they do that. I mean, I've always been like a breakfast person. I always like a nice homemade breakfast. I don't like breakfast restaurants. I think I think the idea is kind of strange because like you have to get there at a certain time in order for it to be breakfast instead of lunch and whatever. I don't know. Just I have a personal disagreement with breakfast restaurants, but that's for another day. But I love breakfast because I don't know if it's the most important meal, but it's definitely very important because it feels me to do everything that I need to do which feels very nice. Like, I have, I don't know, probably like five or six breakfasts that I know I enjoy and that I know are easy for me to make. And if I eat a good breakfast that I'm happy about, then I have the energy to accomplish everything that I need to do in the morning, especially if I have to go to school that day. If I eat a good breakfast, then I don't really get hungry until I'm supposed to get hungry again, you know, like around lunchtime. I don't feel the need to really snack in class or I don't feel like I'm tired because I didn't eat. Mine, it took me a very long time to come around to this mindset, but like food really is fuel and it's there to make you feel good and it's there to prepare you for everything that you need to do. So... I always like to do at least something for breakfast, whether it's a bowl of cereal or it's pancakes or it's a plant-based sausage or anything. I just like to fuel my body in a way that I know I can prepare myself for the things that lie ahead in my day. So I always like to make a breakfast and a drink of some kind, like a coffee or something. And... I think that it's pretty good to be flexible in your routine because, like, you know, I this is pretty much what I've been saying this whole time, but, like, 
I don't have like a step-by-step routine that I follow every single day because all of my days look different. But, you know, my morning routines for when I have school in the morning, they're pretty structured. I wake up at six, I make a breakfast, I watch TV, and then I get ready for school and then I leave because that's that's like what I have to do, you know, to prepare myself for the day. But on days like today and on Thursdays and Mondays when I don't have school, then my morning routines look a little bit different. And this is where that kind of flexibility thing comes in because I'm doing what feels best for my day. So I wake up at seven on my off days because I don't have to like, I don't know, I, ha- I don't have to use six, you know, I don't need six I don't need to wake up at 6, so I'm going to wake up at 7, give myself an extra hour of rest because rest is very important, and then I usually am hungry, like, as soon as I wake up. I'm just one of those people, so I will make a breakfast, and then I'll watch TV, very similar to my school days, and then this is where, like, that flexibility comes in. I can choose to read a book. I can choose to watch more TV. I can choose to go outside. I can choose to really do anything because I'm giving myself that flexibility and that leeway almost. So I feel like flexibility is pretty nice. So like today, what I did was I, you know, made breakfast and everything. And then after all of that, then I washed my sheets, you know, because I had the time to. And then I read two two chapters of my book. And then I did some podcast things and then I made a good lunch and I just did things that I feel I'm pretty proud of. My screen time today is very low and that feels nice. So I feel like I kind of used my morning to a very good advantage today and I did things that I knew that I needed to do. So that is a good routine tip that I have for you is flexibility. And this is another thing that I like to do in the mornings. If I have homework, I like to usually always do it in the morning. I This definitely isn't something that I, I accomplish every time I have homework, but I feel pretty productive in the mornings, like work-wise. I feel like mornings are a very good time for me to do work because, you know, I get in an afternoon lull a lot where I feel like I can't do anything. So I try to do any homework that I have in the morning. Sometimes I have a ton of homework, so I have to space it out throughout the day. But if it's just like a quick little something, then doing it in the morning is really nice. So that's what I do like work-wise for the morning is I try to just, you know, if it's a quiz, I try to just knock it out. If it's notes, I try to knock it out. If it's getting back to somebody like in an email thread or whatever, I just like to kind of get those things done in the morning because I feel like I have the energy and the productivity to do it. So that is kind of what my morning routine looks like. Um, These are things that I usually do every single morning. So I make a breakfast or a drink because food is fuel. So I make something that I know I'm going to feel good after I eat it. I drink something, whether it be a coffee or a water, whatever. And uh, that's something that I like to do. 
every single day. And then I take my vitamins in the mornings. I take a multivitamin in the morning, an elderberry in the morning. And that's something that I feel like is kind of getting me in the morning mindset because I do it every morning. So it's kind of like a triggering thing where if I take my multivitamin, then it must be morning time. So I'm starting to feel good, kind of getting in the gist of things and the routine of things. And then I always make my bed in the morning. I feel like making your bed is one of the easiest tasks ever, but it is also so hard to do. Do you know? Because it took me forever to get into the routine of making my bed, but after I started doing it very often, it's almost something that I can't not do anymore because of just how good it makes me feel. I love a nice, clean room. I really can't function in a space that's dirty. So I keep my room pretty tidy most of the time. But just seeing my bed put together makes me feel like I, A, accomplish something. Accomplishing one task in the morning makes me feel good. So if it can be making my bed every morning, then I feel like I did something worthy today. And then it just looks good and I don't have the urge to get back in it because if I get back in my bed, then I'm not going to do any work. And it just looks nice. I feel like it clears my mind and gives me a good sense of peace. So I try to always make my bed in the morning. And then I always brush my teeth in the morning. Dental hygiene is very important. And I always do something with my hair in the morning, which I know sounds, you know, I don't know, tedious, I guess. But I'm not saying that I straighten it or that I curl it every morning, but I at least brush it and then maybe use dry shampoo if I need to. Or like today, I put it up in a clip. Just something that kind of separates the days from one another, you know? Like, I know a lot of people that change clothes every single day, even if they're just staying at home because it makes them feel productive. I don't need to do that. I feel like I can kind of stay in what I'm wearing all day to feel productive, if that makes sense. Like, I've been in my pajamas all day, and I feel pretty nice. So, I'm going to shower later. I'll obviously put different clothes on then, which I guess will make me feel productive. But I like to do something that kind of separates the days from one another. So, doing something with my hair that makes me feel semi put together is something that I like to do in the mornings. So let's talk a little bit about nighttime routines now. So like I said, my days always look different and my nights therefore always look different. So it's about those like key rituals that make me feel like it's nighttime that kind of make up the general idea of a nighttime routine. So I go to sleep really early and it makes me sound like I'm 70, (laughs) but I just don't find enjoyment in staying up late because I get bored, like I don't have anything else to do. So I go to bed at like between the hours of 9 and 10. (laughs) I'm gonna be honest and it's just it's really easy for me to go to bed during those hours because I have nothing to do and it makes my life sound very boring but it's not 
I just don't know. Like, I just don't have anything that I'm willing to stay up late for unless it's, like, watching, like, something that's going to happen on TV or something. Like, if Harry's going to be on TV, like, if he's going to be on SNL, then I will stay up to watch SNL. I don't have a problem with staying up late. I just don't choose to do it for myself. So, I do go to sleep pretty early, but I don't know. And I don't really have... I don't really have trouble falling asleep, which I'm very lucky for that because I have a lot of friends that have a very hard time falling asleep, and I feel very lucky that I fall asleep very easily. So, I don't know, nighttime routines, I'm I'm just kind of looser with them just because I don't, you know, have a lot of things that I need to do to prepare myself for sleep. Like, I know people that like to stretch before bed or they like to meditate or do yoga before bed because it, like, helps to turn their mind off so that they have an easier time falling to sleep, which that is fantastic. That is so good for them that they have things like that that they can rely on. But for me, because I can pretty much just fall asleep as soon as my head hits the pillow. I don't really need to do that type of stuff. So I don't really have that big of a nighttime routine, but I will tell you what I do have. So I do like to keep my nights pretty calm so that they can like, so that the calmness can prepare me to go to bed. You know, like I'm not going to do like jumping jacks and go on a mile run and then go hike up a mountain right before I go to bed. Because even though I can fall asleep easily, I still like to do things that are calming. So that way falling asleep is even easier than It already is. So I do just like to keep things pretty calm. I don't do a lot of intense things or anything like that. I finish up any homework that I didn't get to do like in the morning or in the afternoon during the nights, which is pretty decent. I don't know. I usually feel like I don't have that much homework, but um, there are some things that I just do in the night, like if I have to write a newspaper article or something like that, then sometimes, or actually more often than not, I do actually write in the night because I feel like that's kind of when my creativity flows more, so it makes the paper sound more interesting rather than if I wrote it right first thing in the morning. So there are a couple of things that I like to do at night, you know, homework-wise like that, but... I just try to finish up anything that needs finishing up or, you know, you know, finish up a task that I maybe didn't complete all the way through earlier. So things like that. And um, kind of like always making the breakfast, I do usually like to always have dinner. There are some nights where I go to bed without dinner, but it's really because I'm just not hungry. It's not because like I'm too lazy or anything like that. It's just because I feel like my lunch was still pretty good, you know, when it was filling or I had a snack or something like that, that I feel like I don't need dinner. It doesn't happen often because I do like dinner, but there are some nights where I just don't eat it. But I do like to make dinner every night and by make dinner I mean like I like to cook my meals every night and that is a hard thing for a lot of people to do because they either don't have the time or they don't have like the materials or anything like that but 
I feel like making your meals yourself is one of the like best things that you can do for you because you are knowing what you're putting in your body and you are aware of the foods that you're using and the things that you that you are eating. So that's like a big thing for me is I like to know what's going in my body and I like to know how I'm feeling myself and how I'm using my food and all of that stuff. So if I make my meals, then I know what I'm doing. And I've said this before, but I feel like when you make food like with your hands or like, you know, you just take the time to make your meal, then you have a better appreciation for it and you enjoy it better. So I feel that way. And I also feel like it's just good to know how you're feeling yourself. So I do like to make a meal every night if I feel like I need to eat. And I like to do that. I don't know. I eat dinner at like six or seven sometimes depending on the day. I think I might have ate dinner at eight on Monday possibly. I don't know. Just whenever pretty much. Just like not right before I go to bed because then I don't feel good when I sleep. But I do usually like to always eat and I do really like to hydrate myself at night. So I drink a lot of water or a lot of V8 juice at night because you do get dehydrated while you sleep. So I feel like it's really nice to kind of hydrate yourself before you go to bed. So that way, hopefully when you wake up, you're not as dehydrated as you would have been had you not have had a bottle of water or something. So while I cook my meals, I usually always listen to a podcast while I cook. Um, It just varies whatever podcast is like on hand that night because you know podcasts release at different times during the week so I like to listen to Nana's podcast a lot while I cook I usually listen to hers though while I make lunch but I like to listen to hers while I cook I like to listen to what we said while I cook um and then I have other podcasts that I prefer for like if I'm cleaning or doing laundry or something like that like I have certain podcasts for certain things pretty much I don't know why, because they could work for anything, but I really like listening to a podcast at night rather than music, because I feel like music, like, hypes me up and kind of, like, really gets me going for the day, whereas a podcast, because you kind of have to, like, pay attention to what they're saying, it keeps me more focused and it keeps me toned down and calmed down more than music does. And I just find genuine enjoyment in listening to podcasts while I cook or while I do things at night. I listen to podcasts while I brush my teeth at night and when I like pick out pajamas or while I journal at night or even while I scroll through Instagram or Twitter at night, I'm listening to a podcast. So I just really enjoy doing podcasts at night. So that's something that I would recommend is test out a podcast at night. See how it feels because I really like it. And then... Let's see. This is one that kind of contradicts what I said when I was talking about mornings and how like I don't have to put on a different outfit to feel productive every day, which is true. Like I don't really have to put on a new outfit to feel productive every day. But if I like went out and did something right, like if I had school one day or if I went out shopping one day or just if I did anything when I wore an outfit for something, I will leave that outfit on until like two hours before I go to bed. So like if I get home at like five and I'm going to sleep at 10, 
I will leave on that outfit until like 8.30 and then put on my pajamas because I either watched or I read this thing one time that basically was saying that if you put on your pajamas like at three in the afternoon, then your body kind of senses that it's time to go to sleep. So it's going to start winding down at three in the afternoon instead of at 11 or 10 when you actually want to go to bed because it recognizes that like process of getting into comfier clothes and like relaxing yourself for the day. So it is, it's kind of preparing to go to sleep. And I don't really know if that is like 100% true or not, but I like saw it years ago and I've been doing this ever since. So like for three years now, I've been leaving on my outfit until like two hours before I go to bed and then I'll put my PJs on, which isn't that bad because I don't, I kind of like to dress comfy anyways, like cute but comfy. That's kind of my motto with things. So I don't have a problem with that, but that is something that I do is I stay in my outfit pretty much as long as possible before I have to put on my pajamas. And I do kind of feel like it is true that your body like recognizes that it's time to like wind down and go to bed because I feel like when I do put my pajamas on at night, I'm feeling more tired and I'm feeling like it's time to go to bed. So that's one of those like rituals that I really like to do is to just like not put on comfy like pajamas or like the comfier clothes until it's time to sleep. So some other things that I do is that I will always wash my face at night no matter what, whether I wore makeup that day or not. Washing your face is so so important because you have so much like dirt and oil and sweat that builds up on your face throughout the day, whether you did something or not. Like if you were just at home all day, you still have a lot of dirt and a lot of sweat that's on your face from just the little activities that you've done and you sweat in your sleep. So ideally, you should actually probably be washing your face in the morning and at night. I usually never wash my face in the morning. I don't know why. I just never have. But, you know, you have like dirt on your face from the day. So washing it off is nice and it's very relaxing and it gets me in the mindset to go to bed when I just do all of my little skincare things, which is not that much because I don't really believe in like a 15-step skincare routine. I don't think it's that necessary, but yeah. And then we are now approaching the time in the night where I am about to go to sleep. So basically what I do is these are like things I pretty well stick to almost every night is I always use my lavender essential oil at night. It is like the perfect way for me to like calm down and to kind of like shut my mind off. So I will always use my lavender essential oil, you know, just rub it in between my wrist or put a little under my nose or something. And it's kind of like a signal to start shutting my brain off for the night, which is nice. And then I will always journal at night. Always, always, always. I love to journal at night. And then depending on if I'm in the mood or not, I'll like read at night because that's also a good way to shut my mind off and I don't have to be on my phone to do it because you're like not supposed to be on your phone for like 
two hours before you go to bed or something like that, which I definitely don't do, and I feel like a lot of us don't do it, which I think is kind of fine, but reading is something that I can do at night where I don't have to be on my phone, which is pretty nice, and I have started kind of implementing that to my routine more often, so those are that's pretty much my nighttime routine. Like I said, like I don't really have like a step-by-step process for either my nighttime routine or my morning routine. It's just about those key things that you can always rely on and that you know are going to make you feel good and you feel proud of yourself when you're done doing it. That's kind of what I think all of this is about. And I feel like, you know, like these are the things that I do that make me feel good for the rest of my day. So kind of evaluate your day and the lifestyle situation that you have and kind of make your own little habits and like key things that you can do in the morning that you can do at night that really make you feel good and that make you proud because that's kind of what I was going for with this episode is in a sense just like plant seeds or to start a mindset or something in you that's like, okay, so... It's just little things that make me feel good for my day because I feel like it's very difficult to have an exact step-by-step routine that we use every single day and that it stays the same every day no matter what we're doing because I feel like that's kind of unrealistic and then we put ourselves in this like bubble of like this is the only thing that I can do. So those are pretty much my routines. And that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Um, I hope that you got something from it and that it correlates well to the second episode because I didn't go back and listen to it and I didn't go back and look at my notes from it. I told myself that I would, but then it just didn't happen. So yeah, welcome to March, or not March, welcome to April. This is the first episode of April, which is pretty exciting. And we have bonus episodes all of this month. Every Wednesday of this month, there is going to be a bonus episode, which is pretty cool. I think I probably picked the wrong time to start doing bonus episodes because we go back to school five days a week, but I am going to find the time to make all of these episodes for you guys because I am determined to get bonus episodes out there. So stay in tuned for all of those episodes and follow along on the Instagram because that's where you get all of the updates about this kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, so I hope that you enjoyed this episode and make sure that you leave a nice rating and review on the Apple Podcasts app because it helps other people find the podcast and then we can grow the little listener fam. And yeah, so small joys. I think I'm going to do the matcha that I just had because it was very good. And then I get to hang out with Mackenzie this weekend. Actually, the weekend that you're listening to this, we are probably hanging out, which is so much fun because I haven't seen her in a while. So yeah, it's always nice to hang out with your friends and we're going to get our nails done. It's going to be so much fun. So and I'm going to make her try my matcha. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so yeah, those are my small joys. And uh, Think about your small joys and your gratitudes and what you're grateful for because that stuff goes a very long way. So I hope that you enjoyed and stay tuned for Wednesday's episode, which 
is all of my recommendations, things that I wrote that I would recommend to you guys. So I will see you on Wednesday, I guess, and on Saturday. So bye. Come back next week. <laughs>